This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in WIP Daily. Joe Giglio with you. I appreciate everyone subscribing, following the podcast, uh, of course, wherever you get your podcasts, and our 94 WIP YouTube page where we do our live shows Tucker Bagley and myself, Tucker, will jump on in a few minutes as we dive into a topic here today that I think is going to become a big one as we get closer to the season. And it feels like this is a very Philadelphia quarterback discussion, and it feels like it's a very now, I think, just modern NFL quarterback discussion where you have a mobile quarterback, a running quarterback, Jalen Hurts. And the question is, as he reaches these very high heights, and now with a contract extension, now with some security, now with some you know, certainty he's going to be here for a little while, what do you do? Do you let him continue to play the way he's played, the way he knows, the way he's really good at? Or do you kind of curtail and cut back some of the rushing to try to keep him healthy? I don't think there is a right answer here. I'll give my opinion. Tucker will give his. Uh, obviously, leave yours in, in the comments here. Send us some messages uh, on social media on, on what you think about Jalen Hurts and, and what he should do. Just to put some perspective, and you can see it on the screen here, 165 rushing attempts last year, second most by a quarterback in NFL history. And again, Jalen Hurts missed two games last year. If Jalen Hurts doesn't miss those two games, I mean, so last year Jalen Hurts finished 34th among all players, running backs, quarterbacks, you know, whatever, uh, in terms of rushing attempts. He was 34th in the NFL last year with 165 rushing attempts. He was averaging, you know, more than 10 attempts per game. And if we just play this out and say Jalen Hurts doesn't miss time, we're talking about a guy who's easily top 30, top 25-ish in rushing attempts for the season. It's a lot of rushing attempts. There's a reason running backs don't last. There's a reason we have these conversations every year about don't pay a running back. They don't last. Wear and tear. Well, Jalen Hurts is taking, and maybe not hits, but but running the ball at that level. So, so here's where I'm at on Jalen Hurts. And I think this is a very this is a hard question for the Eagles to have to answer. You know, a couple weeks ago there was a report on ESPN. Uh, Jeremy Fowler said the Eagles expect Jalen Hurts to take another leap and talk about his completion percentage and uh, a you know kind of precision pocket passer. And I kind of read that as code for if we could get him to do that, if if he could be more efficient here, he'll have to run less. It's almost like we're not telling you you can't do it, but maybe we don't have to because we're converting first downs this way rather than that way. So that was interesting. And the Dick Vermeil was on the morning show with uh, Joe DeCamera, John Ritchie, and he was asked about it. And 
he basically said, listen, you, you can't worry about injuries. It's the NFL. Well, uh, Dick Vermeil is correct that it is the NFL. Injuries happen. Even when you, don't, you least expect them to happen, they will. But I'm going to tell you right now, run, quarterbacks that run more and get hit more are more likely to get hurt. This isn't rocket science. I mean, there's a reason why Tom Brady lasted as long as he did. There's a reason why Peyton Manning lasted as long as he did. They they got the rid of the ball and they didn't take hits. I mean, this isn't – you know, look at Russell Wilson. Look at Donovan McNabb. At, at a point in their career, they started to fall off. I think the same thing could happen to Jalen Hurts if he doesn't change the way he plays. So, so here's where I'm at on all this is – as we get set for a pivotal Eagle season and training camp starting about a month. I do think Jalen Hurts should run less. I do. I think the Eagles need to make a concerted effort to have him run less, to have less attempts by the end of the season. But I think that could be done subtly more than changing the Eagles offense and the fundamental way they play football here in Philadelphia right now. So the way I would try to cut back on his attempts is the Eagles have Rashad Penny. They have Kenny Gainwell. They have DeAndre Swift. They have Boston Scott. They have Trey Sermon. They don't need Jalen Hurts to be their short yardage back. I understand why they do it because he's so effective at it. The, the tush push, the quarterback sneak became one of the most unstoppable plays in the NFL. But those are unnecessary, you know, one to two carries per game in a scrum in a pile where he, like, it's just unnecessary. It's unnecessary for him to have to be the guy who does that. That, that is number one. You can eliminate a chunk of Jalen Hurts' attempts just by not doing it. Now, look, Tom Brady did it for a long time. It is not a play where you're probably going to get severely hurt. And if it is a third and inches in a big play against the Bills late November, fourth quarter, like I'm not saying outlaw Jalen Hurts from doing it. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be the bread and butter of the offense. Every single time there's a third and one, fourth and one or less, it's Jalen Hurts diving into a pile. I, I just I don't think that's necessary. And I think moving forward, if they could get that out of the offense more than make it the offense on short yardage, the better off they'll be. Short yardage running shouldn't be what Jalen Hurts is asked to do. He's the quarterback of the team. That feels silly to me that he's asked to do that. Again, I understand how effective it is. We all watched it. It was maybe the most unstoppable play in the NFL. But as the years go on and you try to look for ways to naturally take some wear and tear off of Jalen Hurts' body, that is one of them. So, so that, I would say, is an easy way to just move off of as many carries for Jalen Hurts. Now, the hard part and the part I don't want to take away from Hurts is his ability to improvise, his ability to take something and make it into something. You know, Jalen Hurts reminds me a lot of Steve McNair. Steve McNair was a tough physical, punishing runner at the quarterback position. Did it lead to a lot of bumps and bruises along the way? It did. He was always playing with a sprain this or a sprain that. It reminded me in the postseason last year with Jalen Hurts with the sprained shoulder, that that was Steve McNair for years. It was always like, he's got this wrapped up today. He's got that wrapped up. Yeah, he can't lift his arm above his shoulder, but there he is throwing for 210 yards or running for 40 and the Titans win. That That's who Jalen Hurts is. So there's an element to this that we're going to have to just accept and deal with 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 him as the Eagles quarterback. And the other the other thing the Eagles have to focus on is the longevity factor now versus success. And I I have changed my opinion on this over the years. You know, when we did the Carson Wentz debate, should he run less after the knee injury? I was on the the train of, well, yeah, he has to, otherwise he won't last. And then the more I watched him, and then this might have been a product that he just wasn't as physically good anymore. You know, the injury took its toll. 
you realize as a pocket passer, he wasn't good enough. Now, I think Jalen Hurts is already developing into a better pocket thrower than Carson Wentz was. So maybe we'll, we'll be beyond this, but maybe not. And as I watched the Eagles offense the last couple of years, it's an RPO offense. If you take away Jalen Hurts' running ability or you take that out of his mind, you're taking away what the Eagles do fundamentally well on offense. And teams will realize that if he's not going to run, you know, last year, Dan Orlovsky did a, a breakdown. I think it was after like week two or three of the Eagles offense out of empty, you know, when it's just Jalen Hurts and the receivers. And he, he talked about why it was so effective because you don't know what's going to happen. You either go man to man on the outside and there's no one to cover Hurts. You put someone on Hurts and all of a sudden you have someone open or you have a bad matchup on the outside. Like the unpredictability of Hurts really is what makes the Eagles offense go. It, it's not the scheme. The RPO scheme isn't unique to the Eagles. It's not the offensive line. The offensive line is excellent, but other teams have good offensive lines. It's not the receivers. Other teams have good receivers. You know, some teams have really good quarterbacks. Why this particular offense is so good is the unpredictability of Jalen, the running back, or a throw, right? You don't know where the ball's going. Everyone has to freeze. That extra second makes the running game better. It makes Hurts better. It makes his receivers better. It makes everyone better. So th there is a very fine line here between taking that away and just limiting the kind of hits he takes. So I want to take away the sneaks. I want to try to limit how many times Hertz is asked to run through the tackles on those design runs. I mean, if the Eagles could curtail this and get it to a point where instead of trending towards 170, 80 rushes in a season, he's in the one you know, 120, 130 range. I, I think that I think it can make a big difference. You know, every hit matters. Every rush matters. We talk about this running backs all the time. I do think Jalen Hurst needs to run a little less, but I don't want to change the offense. I don't want to take away the RPO. I don't want to take away Hurts' improvisational skills. I mean, all those things are critical to who he is and why this offense is as good as it is. Could they succeed with this receiving core if Hurts is more of a traditional throwing quarterback? Yeah, I mean, I think they could score points, but will they be dynamic? Will they be as good as they were last year? Will they be a Super Bowl caliber offense? I don't think they will be. I mean, I don't think that's a knock on Jalen Hurts or these receivers or the coaches. I just think it's a reality of it. If you take away something that a quarterback does really well, you're just limiting the quarterback. You're limiting the offense. So it's a very fine line. I do think Hurts should run less, but I don't think it should be you're a pocket passer now. You're not going to run the RPO. I just I think there's ways to do this where they put him in, in positions to take less hits. And I think he's pretty smart anyway about, you know, sliding. You know, the hit in Chicago last year, that's one where they got to watch that together on tape and say, how do we avoid that? You know, Hertz is, can make people miss in the open field. And what's his term? Getting freaky or whatever he says. Like, he could do that. But also there's a, a hit by a linebacker where he gets slammed on his shoulder and it nearly derailed a Super Bowl run. So – uh, let, let's see what Tucker thinks on this, because I think this is a major part of the Eagles' future here. My guess is they're going to try to get him to run less, but it's hard. Like the only thing I could I could think of is Tucker that you could you could actually like forecast and you could plan for is just the less quarterback sneaks. Otherwise, you're changing the offense. Yeah, and you don't want him to to go in and and play football with that kind of in the back of his mind, right? Like you don't want him to roll out to the right and, and all of a sudden think, oh no. Nick Sirianni doesn't want me to do this. Howie Roseman doesn't want me to do this. I better slide. I better throw the ball away instead of picking up six, seven, eight yards. And you're right. Like, it is a huge part of his game. 
especially right now. And the one thing I, I look at is how he was as a passer in the red zone last year. It wasn't great. He only completed 50% of his passes, only completed, um, you know, uh, less than that when he was inside the opponent's 10-yard line. The, you were a great red zone offense because of his ability to run the football, because you're truly playing 11 on 11 with him, you know, being able to, to run through the tackles around the end, whatever it may be. And I don't know. I, I, I mean, we're obviously not the first people to have this discussion. I guarantee you the Eagles have had this discussion quite a bit this off season while they're, you know, working on the contract that they eventually gave him. And now as they're trying to design the offense for 2023, but I just, I, I don't know if you can sit there and, and say, well, the best thing he does is run the football. We should make him not do that anymore because you just you, you can't take away one of his biggest strengths. And I, I know we're at the risk of, you know, not maybe preserving him for seven, eight, nine, ten years down the line. But if you're the Eagles, if you're Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman, I, I think you have to do everything you can to win now. And if that means Jalen Hurts only runs, you know, seven times instead of ten times, that's possible. But you're right. I mean, the, the biggest thing for me is they actually added – a running back who can run between the tackles. Like I thought last year, you know, I, I think back to the trade deadline, they didn't consider any big short yardage backs that maybe we thought they were kind of more interested in a pass catching back that I think eventually became Kenny Gainwell and now is DeAndre Swift. But adding in a guy in Rashad Penny, I think he is kind of their short yardage back after Jalen Hurts truly was that guy last year, whether it was on, you know, design quarterback runs, QB power, QB draw, or, you know, our, our beloved QB sneak. Um, I, I do think that's a a big addition, the Rashad Penny signing, um, to, to really kind of take some of that workload off of Jalen Hurts' hands. Yeah, it's a good point on, on the swing passes out of the backfield, the running game there. That, that that feels like it could be a big deal here for the Eagles offense. And look, Tucker brings up an interesting point. It goes along with the, the quarterback sneak thing, the short yardage back. There are ways to naturally do this where Jalen Hurts, if he if you give him an outlet, let's say it's Kenny Gamble, let's say it's DeAndre Swift. Because a lot of times last year he would run off of, of the blitz, right? The, there's a blitz coming. It's not picked up. There's a free runner, and he's going because he doesn't want to get sacked. He's trying to make something positive, you know, from negative to positive. And, you know, he I think about the Lions game week one. He must have done it eight times in that game where there's a free runner at him. He, he makes the guy miss, boom, seven, eight, nine, ten yards. That's great. Like that – that, that helped them win that football game against Detroit. There's also another way to do it. Hot reads, which they didn't have enough of last year. And, and just simple, here's my outlet. Here's my back out of the backfield. Kenny, you, you take it. Or, or DeAndre, you take it. And you get the 8, 9, 10 yards. It, it just it saves Hurts from having to run, having to potentially take a hit. So I think if you go over the course of a season and you have 25 or 30 passes, easy completions to the running back, I think that's what the Jeremy Fowler – Thing was about about a month ago the addition of De deandre swift the emergence more of kenny gainwell and now you have short yardage backs that could do the goal line stuff that could do the the quarterback sneak stuff or the you know the short yardage stuff you're naturally going to take away 40 maybe maybe 45 carries from jalen hurts each season and then i'll live with the rest don't touch the rpo don't touch the bread and butter of the offense it's still jalen hurts the threat of him what he does to defense it makes the running backs better makes everyone better so I don't want to change who Jalen Hurts is. I don't want to change how they run the offense here because I, I, to go off Tucker's point, I'd rather have a great Jalen Hurts for another five years than an okay Jalen Hurts for the next nine or ten. I, I think the next 
do you know use him and play with him the way he is, just like Steve McNair. And then if it ends in five or six years, his prime, it does. And that that's football. Cam Newton had this, and he was a tremendous player for a little while. So that's the way I think the Eagles should go about it, subtly and, and smartly reducing his carries, but not changing the way he plays, not changing the fundamental offense, which is the, which is the RPO. You know, he really has – they've mastered – put the ball in the belly of the back, make the defense commit to something, and then attack the other side of it. Like, that's what the Eagles' offense is. It can't change. But this also can't go up. If the Eagles don't, you know, if they don't address this, if they don't subtly start to limit his carries and they go up closer to 200 per year, he won't last. I mean, and he'll get hurt. Forget four years from now. You know, they're lucky last year that injury wasn't worse. So it is a very fine line. I do think they should reduce the carries but not change the offense. That's the a major question for the Eagles that we'll be talking about the entire offseason. Appreciate everyone listening to WIP Daily. And, of course, the video feed, 94 WIP's YouTube page. Thanks for listening, subscribing, following. We'll talk tomorrow on WIP Daily.